Shulchan Aracharav, we are in Simin Reish Samach Gimel. We begin Halacha Yud, section 263. We begin learning the 10th Halacha. Beis oi Gimel balei vatim sheichlen al Shulchan Echad me'umvarchem kalachad al-menere shaloi yesh mefakpekin loimar sheyesh kambrach levatala. Lefishikvar yesham oidom ruba menere shidli kodishin. Some people follow the custom that when two or three homeowners eat Together at one table, each one recites a blessing over his own candelabra. In other words, and here they're not eating as the guests of a particular host. Instead, each person provides his own food. If one person provides food for the other, so then he is considered the host. And the halachas that we learned in the previous uh, and halacha tests will then apply. Okay. Continuing this halacha, others dispute the practice saying that the blessing is being recited in vain since there is already ample light from the candles kindled by the one who lit first. There are those who justify the custom explaining that the greater the increase of light in the home, the greater the peace and happiness in the home resulting from the satisfaction evoked by the increased light which illumines every corner of the room. Now the concept of being able to recite a blessing because one is deriving satisfaction from an increase in light applies only in the room in which the Shabbos meal is eaten. The Shulchan Shleimah states that even at present, when electric lights are used and there is no recognizable additional satisfaction from the additional candles, the minig, the custom, is still to light with a blessing. Okay. Continuing the halacha, nevertheless, even according to their view, two people should not recite blessings individually on one multi-branched candelabra. All authorities agree that the second person may recite a blessing over a light that he kindles in his private room, even if he does not eat there or use it for any purpose connected with eating, for the reason mentioned above, and there it's explained um, and Allah attests that when a person has a private room of his own, he is obligated to kindle a light there so that he will not stumble over obstacles. Continuing the Allah, moreover, the second person may even kindle a Shabbos light either from his own resources or from supplies brought, um, bought for him by the first person in the first person's private room. If the first person uses that room for any purpose associated with eating, for example, a kitchen or a pantry, and he was not yet there at that time. In other words, the first person had yet to kindle a light there. If he had already done so, since the second person will not eat in this room, he will not have license to recite a blessing due to the increase in light. Okay. Continuing and concluding the Allah, the second person may recite a blessing for kindling this light, although he will make no use of the room where these candles are. And an explanation, instead, the first person will use its light. So to give an example of such a situation, let's say you have two business partners sharing a hotel suite for Shabbos, and each one has a separate bedroom. One may kindle the Shabbos lights in the bedroom of the other partner if the other partner will eat there. This concludes Halacha Yud, Halacha Yud Aleph, 11. Okay, 
Based on the above, the following custom is observed by some women on the night of their ritual immersion in the mikvah. They are faced with a difficulty because they must first, uh, they must bathe their heads and bodies with hot water, and that is as part of their preparations for the ritual immersion. And they have to do that while it is still day in the bathhouse that is adjacent to the mikvah. Now, presently, in our times, when there are baths available at home and a woman can prepare for immersion in her own home, this difficulty is avoided in most cases. Even women who usually carry out all the preparations for immersion in the bathhouse and the mikvah building generally prepare at home on a Friday because of these difficulties. Okay, continuing with the difficulty that, again, especially applied before uh, there were baths in the private homes. So they are not allowed to kindle the Shabbos lights before going there because they accept Shabbos by kindling the Shabbos lights, as explained above. Now, even though, just to point out, we learned that she could make a stipulation that she's not accepting Shabbos when lighting, it's not desirable to do so, as we learned. Um, however, the Alter Rebbe says that you could do so if there's no other options. Okay, so here's the problem. So after the, the woman would light, because again, without making that stipulation, the, you light the candles, that Shabbos for And then the woman would be forbidden to bathe with hot water. Now, women prefer not to go home and kindle the Shabbos lights between bathing and immersion. Because the, the immersion has to be after nightfall. So it's difficult. And the reason they would not want to go home be, between bathing and immersion is lest some form of dirt adhere to them on, on the way and become an intervening substance that would invalidate their immersion. Therefore, after their preparation and before their immersions, they kindle the Shabbos lights in the woman's section of the shul if it's close to the mikvah. We'll continue this halacha mitzvah tomorrow. This concludes today's shir.